Hello and welcome to another Octal FM soundbite. I'm Gelada. And I'm Sefran. And there's been a lot of, well, there's been a, a steady trickle of stuff from Netflix about their new Cowboy Bebop live action mm. adaptation, which is coming out pretty soon, in like a month from now, uh, 19th of November. I think it's slated. And most recently, there's sort of, there was like a two and a half minute long trailer that they released. And they've yeah. sort of, this is the first time we've, I mean, it's still not really a trailer. It's not like sh- clips from the show kind of trailer. It's kind of weird. It's, it, they list it as a teaser and it's, yeah. it's not a teaser. But it's in pretty the long. It's like three minutes long and it's yeah. like a fully choreographed thing. It's not just clips of the, of different episodes. It's like its own put together skit almost exactly exactly and i've been following this with with interest because cowboy bebop was one of the animes that you recommended to me Mm -hmm. for for the like gelada watches anime episodes that was back in episode 87 which was ages ago and you also mentioned it in your in episode 50 where you did like a recommendations for what to watch to get started. Yeah, like starting out, yeah. yeah starting out watching anime. Cowboy, watch. Cowboy Bebop was one of the ones you said to watch. And I really enjoyed it. I remember really enjoying it. We were just talking before we hit record about how my memory is terrible. And I don't remember any of the episodes of Cowboy Bebop or anything about it whatsoever. You just sort of remember the vibe of it you I got just remember that I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I yeah enjoyed for it. sure, um, for sure. And, you know, as with anything like this, anything, whether it's Netflix or whether it's adaptations, like they're always so emotionally charged, aren't they? Oh, you for know, sure, this, yeah, yeah. The coverage on the internet is like all over the place. And I sort of, I always default to the like, what I always said about Disney and Star Wars, right? Which was like, it could be worse. You could have not like, like, is it so bad to have more of something? You know, no, like, no. like when people were like, oh, I can't believe that Disney are releasing new Star Wars films. Like, can't believe that, like, why, why are Disney doing it kind of thing? And it's like, well, it could be worse. We could have nothing, right? George Lucas wasn't exactly doing anything with Star Wars. Yeah. And so it's sort of, my attitude is the same. Like, it's like, it's, you can be concerned about your favorite anime being turned into a live action, but also, isn't it just good to have something? Like, I guess it's people think about maybe the uh, the opportunity cost, right? In the sense that, like, well, if they're doing a like this live action, they're not going to do another live action. Yeah, right? maybe. So it's like they want to get it right, but it's like you can't control Netflix. The way I look at it, right, is that if it's awesome, great, you've got a new piece of content to a franchise you really enjoy. If it's awful, well, just pretend it doesn't exist and that right. doesn't change your enjoyment of the original piece of media. Exactly, exactly. I think it so is either just that, way, like, you're not losing anything. It, it's, yeah. Especially with a show like Cowboy Bebop, a lot of people are very defensive of it because it's almost certainly one of their first shows mm. or one of their first shows that was sort of like beyond the initial scope of anime that they were aware of things like your Pokemon, your Digimon, yeah, your Sailor yeah, Boots, you know. Exactly. It was their first quote, quote, grown up anime. So a lot of people, as you mentioned at the beginning of the, the episode here, are very emotionally charged when it comes to this show mm. because they feel very defensive of it. It, they, it feels very personal to them. It's, this is my show. You know, you can't do anything to it. If you do, then you're going to do it wrong. But right. I, and I kind of understand but I think you do have to step back for a second, just like you said, and say, look, well, at the end of the day, surely just be happy to have anything. Because if, you, if it's no good, well, don't worry, you've not lost anything. You've just not gained anything. Yeah, exactly. I think it is that, like, people are like, well, but they could have done it right, in my mind, kind of thing. It's like, but this, you just got, you you know, you're not Netflix, right? You're not, you're not there trying to do this thing, trying to make this thing. I mean, either um, way, this is going to make them a lot of money, right? Because yeah. this is going to draw attention to the original show more, which is going to draw more people to watching the original show on Netflix, you mm-hmm. know? So 
I don't this is this is a win win for Netflix if I'm perfectly honest with you. Like mm. they've been quite hush hush about it up until mm. basically now. Yeah. I believe correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they had to postpone production for like I think like nine or ten months because the main uh lead actor, the actors that's playing Spike, got quite badly injured, like got, got an injured foot. <laughs> Yes, that does ring a bell. There is, that, yeah, yeah, he got a knee injury. He got that was injury. right. Yeah, so as a result, they, they kind of postponed everything for a while, which is, I think this was supposed to come out like last year or even the year beforehand mm. by now. Mm. And it just sort of got postponed. And rather than rushing it out or doing like some scenes without him, some scenes with him, I think they basically just said, oh, well, wait, we're not in a rush. Like the mm. show has been on on the back burner now for like making a live action for the past 20 years. It can wait another year. Yeah, and then lol COVID. <laughs> oh yeah, and then lol COVID, yeah. But this... And whether this is timed or not, I can't say for sure. But if I'm honest with you, this is actually a very good time for this sort of thing to come out. And you mentioned this uh, before we started talking about it, but Netflix have recently just had their biggest success ever with Squid Game. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I know they're very different things. I know Squid Game is a South Korean production, whereas the Cowboy Bebop live action is a Western production of a Japanese anime. Mm. But still, the source material isn't typically Western. Right. And I feel like they're probably going to try and lean into that a little bit, because even from the trailer that we watch, like trailer teaser thing, it doesn't feel like your typical... It doesn't feel like the kind of thing you would watch from like a TV show in the West, right? It doesn't have that same vibe to it. It has got a slightly more unique feel to it. And I think that the fact that this has its origins in an eastern product like a japanese product which is similar to the south korean product of squid game i feel that's going to do some you know good for them as well people are going to be more open to seeing non-traditionally western media on something like netflix yeah agreed i think it's a really interesting time i think we've talked about this before right i don't know if you did we talked about it about with star wars visions right mm-hmm. and about how like disney it's like is it is it streaming services that are bringing down these barriers is it like i was thinking about it and i was like the BBC would never do Squid Game. Right? No. Like, or ITV would never do, they no. would never put Squid Game on. They would never put something on, or very rarely would they put something on. To be fair, I haven't watched BBC and if or they ITV did, for it would a definitely time, be but... something that was already made and they simply took it. Right, Which I don't right. feel they do very frequently, if I'm honest with you. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but it does feel like the majority of content that goes on those sort of more traditional channels, at least in the UK, and I'm sure the same is the, in the case for many countries, for their traditional sort of like local national media, mm. where they'll, make, they'll, they'll keep to a similar vibe. And a lot of BBC shows have that similar vibe to them, don't they? You know, Right. But this is very different to that. It's going to have a very different feel to that. And Netflix can take that chance in the same way that Disney Plus could take that chance with something like Star Wars Visions. Right. You know, where, because it's not the end of the world if it doesn't do amazingly well, but you've still got all of the subscription, you know, payments that you're going to get anyway. Right. And it's interesting as well, because like, not only is, like Squid Game was financially successful, right? In the sense that allegedly it was like $21 million to make and it's made $900 million, right? Mm -hmm. So what, you can do 50 Squid Games yeah, like and and you only like you only need one in fifty to be wildly successful, and that's assuming the rest of them like make zero money, not just break even. Sort right, of thing. right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And also, like Squid, twenty one million is probably not like a huge amount to make something as like Squid Game. Like it feels like that's quite a low budget for mm-hmm. something that feels quite high budget. But but still, like so so to the point with Cowboy Bebop, like it feels like for whatever reason, Disney, Netflix, whoever, they seem to have more overhead to take more chances than traditional television media would have Mm -hmm. and the benefit seems to be that we are getting we seem to be getting 
again, this is a real like, this is like a lukewarm take in the sense that like, I feel like I'm guessing a lot and not, I haven't got like stuff to back it up. Mm. But it seems like we are getting a more diverse range of content than, and, and I guess also just more content to some extent, yeah, because yeah, part of why we're seeing, you know, Star Wars Visions and Cowboy Bebop and Squid Game, part of it is is that the market is so competitive, right? Yes. And, and we've talked about this in the sense that for, for the longest time, it was basically you subscribe to Netflix and that was everything, right? You got Disney in Netflix and you got, you know, you, you got everything in one go. And now we've got like Netflix and Amazon, right? And then Netflix and Amazon and Apple and Netflix and Amazon and Apple and Disney. You know, we're like getting to this point now where when we said this would happen, right? I feel like, I feel like this is an Octal FM hot take. Yeah, we did. We, Back we, in, we were initially talking about it from the point of view of like a games as a service, like a game right. description model, where at first you're going to have one major supplier, like for example, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, or, but then over time, or whatever, right? Exactly. But then over time, you're going to get like stuff only from EA and stuff only from Ubisoft right. and stuff only from Activision. And, and you're seeing that fracturing within the entertainment TV media. Right, right. And that exactly. will happen further down the line. Uh, so as a result of it, they've got to stand out from the crowd more. They've got to have more interesting exclusives, yeah. not too dissimilar to you know video game consoles typically work, right? You know, and and again, that's like a good thing. Like as a consumer, like the fact that there is a, it's a competitive market, I think, is part of the you know another reason why we're getting these more interesting things like yeah. Squid Game, like Cowboy Bebop, like whatever. It like reminds Star Wars me quite a lot of sort of like the eighties uh, and nineties TV boom of like. Uh, cartoon providers especially in the u.s bringing over anime but making right. them like english like right know, right right kind of adapting them like we've talked about this in the past as well sort of like that bastardization of, of product because it's infinitely cheaper than making something new but it's unique and quirky and interesting that will then draw people in for a fraction of price and it's why things like for example transformers was so popular because it cost mm. them next to nothing to bring over they already had like a pre-existing product they could make sales with the toys mm. you know and all they have to do is stick it on tv without any extra effort at all it will cost some pittance by comparison to how much money it made them and in a sense this is what they're doing here as well i mean cowboy people's not quite the same because it's being like commissioned by netflix to be made for their product specifically in the west but you get the idea they're still using a non traditionally western source material to make this and same with squid game is a perfect example of why this works like people want something different unique and interesting that's going to sort of have a conversation around it yeah no exactly exactly so yeah on a, on on a personal level i'm really excited no mm. doubt we'll be talking about cowboy bebop this sort of turned we we talked a bit broader there but it's sort of there's a bit of a recurring theme here about the things we're talking about on yeah. soundbite like this kind of like not democratization but just sort of like broadening of of it feels like we're at a you know a real golden age of like all of this content that is that is available catering to the kinds you know to people that are very passionate about particular it just opens up more interesting media for the general audience to discover Hmm. because i think one of the people within our discord forum mentioned the same thing that if you tried to describe something like squid game as an anime to someone they'd think it was dumb but because it's presented to them on netflix it's much more palatable so if you present it in a much more sort of standard way to someone, 
initially they'll get past that with all oh, that's weird i'm not interested into all oh, that's really cool and interesting and quirky that's super interesting and i'm going to watch it now mm. and i feel that's happening more and more and that's a good thing because i'm glad that more and more people are able to experience more and more interesting media from around the world and we're talking about this from maybe like in like, you know the south korean japanese maybe like some other sort of southeast asian countries point of view but what media from the rest of the world are we missing out entirely but which we mm. don't even know we're missing out on, which is going to be amazing in the next 20 years who knows mm. Yeah, um, but yeah, we will no doubt be covering Cowboy Bebop. When yeah, the, well, the I, I, I don't really want to give my opinions on sort of what I think about the actual show so far mm, from yeah. just what I've seen. <laughs> Teasers. Yeah, it's hard to give a, a proper idea of it so far, but we'll definitely watch it and we'll come back and we'll discuss it maybe in a, in a whole show or maybe just a soundbite, I don't mm. know, um, yeah, about what our thoughts are. Because I think it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I think they've mm. already shown that they're, they're not staying super safe. They are taking a few risks and they are being sort of have a bit more of an artistic vision with it than just simply slapping a live action veneer over the original show and that's it mm, yeah absolutely exactly and they've they've been cagey but also quite hypey about it so yes, i think that they're, they're sort of you know they are anticipating that this is going to be successful mm-hmm. right if that makes sense like it's not they're not trying to like slip it out being like we know this is a bit of a dud like mm. they, they they think it's good <laughs> so we'll see if they're right in a few weeks time but until then i've been Sephron. and i've been gelato and catch us again for another otlevan soundbite very soon <laughs>